Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. It's coming to you live from the TyRite.com studios. TyRite.com. We hope you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road house protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TyRite.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. What's good with you? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm going to... I'm gonna, I can't, Look, I'm, I tell people this all the time. Last night I was at some friend's house for watching the game. And um, it was a... Awesome TV and awesome setup, but we did not have it on YouTube TV, so we were volleying back and forth between the football and the baseball game because it was a kind of a baseball crowd. And we're watching. They're like, man, you're really into this. And I, I mean this. There's literally two football teams on earth I care about and really two sports teams on earth. I don't actually – there's no one else – I care if they win or lose, like my brother's teams, like, you know, because it's his job. But outside of that, like, I'm not really, maybe it's because I've covered it. There's no, I'm going to have no fanboy on a, even on a baseball team. Like, I like the Angels, but my expectations are they're going to stink and not really that hardcore into it. The same goes for basketball, football, like, man, the Chargers, but they lived, it was right up to expectations. I was disappointed because I think Herbert's really good and he didn't play well last night. Didn't play well last night. But uh, despite that, I hope it's a beautiful sunny day wherever you are. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You know, um, this is kind of interesting to me. Uh, Robert Sala, he, he did the media rounds today. He was on several different shows. And he had this to say about Aaron Rodgers' superpower. He said, quote, his superpower is his presence, him being in the building, being around his teammates, being in the locker room, his positive attitude, his thoughts of manifestation and all that stuff. I think it's powerful. Now, we can say, hey, this is Robert Sala just, you know, trying to keep Aaron Rodgers two feet in the circle, you know, so that maybe he plays at the end of this year. Most likely he plays next year, blah, 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 blah. But I, I do think there's something real to it, you know, real to it. And if you check out when you're injured, 
and you're in the training room, or you're going and doing your rehab on your own, you're, you're, you're not part of this thing. And there is something special to what Aaron Rodgers is doing, right? He was always seen as aloof. He was always felt like he thought he was, you know, that aloofness was like he was more important than the rest of the Packers. The Packers tried to do it kind of communally, and he wasn't that engaged. They didn't think, ask for his ideas. Again, this is from his perspective. They didn't ask for his ideas, and he didn't interject his ideas because it wasn't wanted. And I think it's more than just him being around the team post-injury. It's him being around the team post-injury when he played four plays for the Jets. Four. And yet he's still invested. And when somebody who's that successful is around, it means he believes in you, believes in, in the process, believes in, in the leadership. It's a powerful thing. I think it's a real thing. And I, I understand that we can all be cynics about Aaron Rodgers because he's had plenty of missteps and odd things in the past. Those are fair. But I, I also think that, you know, so many of these, this is a lot like the Tom Brady thing. Guys grew up watching him, idolizing him. And when he spends the, the time to get to know them and have inside jokes, even if it's a little awkward, right, because he is older and he is really smart and sometimes trying to be really cool, like it doesn't always work. Uh, Jay Stu, you've come to really like this version of Aaron Rodgers. Do you think he has any effect on the actual team's performance? If there's one thing that you learn in being in this business is that um, of all the interviews that I've heard over the years about guys that have come back from a bad injury, a common theme is that loneliness of the rehab. So it is interesting that to hear you say that he has chosen to implement himself into the locker room still because I think most people do kind of go off and rehab and I have to think there's something to this because Saul is not the first person to say this like there it's been the chatter in the locker room how great it is to see Aaron and hear from Aaron and then you hear about Aaron having having say in some of the play calling on Sunday I don't know if there's any legitimacy to that but it all seems to be very interesting to me and it's as you said, the opposite of, of what we heard uh, from Green Bay, which was that he was just aloof with his teammates and coaches and almost in a difficult manner. So it's the reverse of his of what we've always heard about the guy. Yep. Yep. But what about you, Bayer? Do you buy into the the Aaron Rodgers effect? Yes, I do. I do buy into that. I do believe. Now – it would be a total just guess on is he doing it for the team? Is he doing it for himself? Honestly, it doesn't matter as long as he's doing it uh, because it does seem to have some sort of effect with this team. And I think it helps Zach Wilson immensely. So I actually I do believe that there is something there to it. Hmm. I, I think it helps Zach. Like, I don't know if it's helped his performance, but it definitely – it. It's a little bit like was it Pee Wee Reese and Jackie Robinson? Was it was it Pee Wee Reese? That is correct. Who, who famously put his ar- who famously put his arm around Jackie Robinson? I believe when they were in Cincinnati, when they were hurling racial epithets, and you're like, well, what's the co- comparison there? It's the look. If he's okay with Aaron, then he's okay with me, right? If he's okay with Aaron, then he's okay with me. You you can do so much 
in terms of optics to teammates and to fans. It's like um, like DeAndre Hopkins. Like DeAndre Hopkins, who was the name of the kid who the the kick returner who muffed the punt for the Titans yeah, this past hum- weekend? I think it's Humphreys, or is it yeah, Ryan he, Humphreys? Yeah, and he comes over to sit down next to DeAndre Hopkins, and DeAndre Hopkins immediately hops up. Instead of a guy who, I, like, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to the Hall of Fame, but you know, there's an argument to be made. I mean, he's Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips. Kyle Sorry. Phillips. Yep. So Kyle Phillips comes and sits down. He just muffed a punt. And DeAndre Hopkins has been a dude in this league. Not a Hall of Famer, but a notch below. Like, a really, really good wide receiver. Is that fair, Byer? Like, he ain't getting the Hall of Fame. I mean, no. Okay. But, you know, I mean, there were years in Houston where he was as good as anybody. And before he got hurt and then got suspended in Arizona, he, he's, he's an outstanding talent. Okay? So a notch below a Hall of Famer. But a guy who's been a dude in this league, if he simply goes and puts his arm around Kyle Phillips, like, hey, we all screw up. It does a million things for you. And for Zach Wilson, who last year, the world was against Zach Wilson. Between making fun of him for allegedly dating one of his mom's friends, to the team themselves turning on him and wearing Mike White shirts. right? That really happened, where over, over 10 of them were wearing Mike White shirts. That's the backup. Like, I've never seen that. For Aaron Rodgers to kind of do, again, and it's different, but there's a similarity to the Aaron Rodgers putting his arm around Zach Wilson. He's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Stick with the plan. I believe in you guys. It it does something. It it just does. And and I, I can tell you this from not first, but secondhand uh, knowledge and experience. When LeBron, you guys remember the year LeBron got hurt? You're like, which year? He's gotten hurt every year in L.A. The year he got hurt, um, on the Christmas Day game. And then he had that weird game where he showed up with the goblet of wine. Right? You guys remember that? That he showed up, he was drinking wine, uh, walking out of his car, and then onto the bench. Like, LeBron during that year was acting super strangely after he got hurt. And, you know, he the team would get introduced, and he would wait until... The game was about to be played or the game was about to start. And then he would enter Staples kind of on his own to make sure he got his own uh, ovation. Right? And then I've, I've been it's just stuff where he disconnected from the team because they weren't playing well when he wasn't playing. And that can torpedo your season. So it's not magic pixie dusk. It's just leadership. Just showing up and being there and doing the Pee Wee Reese and putting your arm around guys that need it. And when you're, you know, 40 years old or close to, and, you know, a good portion of the players watched you play in a Super Bowl when they were in elementary school and watched you win multiple MVP awards. And if, if, if we're good, if, if you believe in us, like that does amazing things for their confidence. Amazing things. And I, I like, look, let's not be idiots. I'm sure a good portion of this is image rehab from Aaron Rodgers. Makes him impossible not to like. Impossible. So I think some of it is, uh, I don't want to say that it's like a creation of like a publicity creation. Because 
again, like I, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I'm close to Aaron Rodgers now, but there was a time in which we were pretty close. And the, all these quarterbacks, when they want to turn on the charm, dude, they're better than politicians. And if you don't think, if you think politicians are all slimy, greaseballs, like go and have dinner with a politician, a good one. And you'll walk away, no matter what their thoughts or feelings are, you'll be like, you know, I disagree with them in regards to our Middle East policies, but I like that lady, or I like that guy. You have to have whatever that it factor is. And Dan, Dan can tell you, because he's interviewed half of them, I've interviewed half of them, and we've all interviewed, you know, and Jason Stewart has dealt with all of them for 25 years of doing radio across radio and booking for Fox. And they're all like, when they want to turn it on, not all of them, but a good percentage of them have that it factor. you like, I, I would, I'm an Eskimo and I would buy ice from them. Didn't you always say you felt like you were best friends with Philip Rivers when he, yes. when you would yes. talk to him? Yes. We would go, we, we go to Charger camp every year and we get 20 minutes with Philip Rivers and you walk away going like, I, I think we're friends. Like, I almost want to exchange numbers. Matt Ryan, same way. Matt Ryan has that same thing. Like, he'd sit down with you. I remember at the Super Bowl in San Francisco, and he sat down, and we talked. You're like, gosh, dang. Tony Romo. <clears throat> I mean, the reason these guys all get jobs as analysts is not because they're – some of them are very good, but some of them are just okay. What happens is, you know, they're a former quarterback, and they come and they sit down with the executives of the TV place, and they're like, man, that guy's awesome. Because in order to lead men in a football game, you have to have whatever that it is. They just have athletic ability, whereas politicians oftentimes do not. And sometimes politicians, like Jack Kemp, for example, former quarterback. By the way, didn't Aaron Rodgers start off his Jets escapade really being a lover of New York and showing everybody how much he he was, you know, into New York. He wanted to show everybody that he was part of that team. But also, doesn't this also kind of lead to the fact that we talked about it earlier in the year. Will he come back? Is it worth his time? The rehab takes long. He's old. Doesn't this kind of lead to the fact that he will come back? He's kind of setting it up like he wouldn't. Well, he's coming. He said he's coming back, and okay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that. The, the question about coming back this year, I, I do think. And again, I, I've talked to a couple doctors. The, the guy who did my knee, I remember him telling me, and I, I think the Achilles is the same. What, what people don't understand now, he, did, he had a different sort of surgery. It's supposed to expedite the rehab. But I think what people don't understand is that when you have. When you have a reconstructive surgery of a tendon, however they graph it, however they, you're actually, the, the day you have surgery, you're actually, you're, that thing is stronger than it has ever been because you have all these staples and you have a graph there. It ain't going anywhere. And then it remains strong for the first couple months. And then at some point, your, the, the replaced tendon like dies and then regenerates and then so there's like a month or two month period where you got to be really careful he's still in that first window so i'm sure there's a window coming up where even though he won't be in a walking boot you got to be cautious about how much you do because when you when you're placing tendons that's how it works but yeah yeah john i mean he said he wants to come back everybody believes he wants to come back i think he is having fun i think it is different i think it's good to be out of green bay and this is no shot against Green Bay. Like, I could function there. I'd, I like a, you know, a small town that is a big city only on football Sundays. But he did that for 20 years. And now you get a chance to, you know, in the city that never sleeps.
And when you left your different jobs, you've been like at different radio places. Didn't you want to prove yourself again? Didn't you? Weren't you happy to be like, you know what? I'm going to go someplace that I feel I can prove myself again and show everybody how great I am. You, everybody has that feeling, right? When they get to a new job or do something fresh and new, that that no they're question. proving themselves. No again. question. It should it should renew you. It should renew. Now, look, there are some times in which, you know, we can all be honest. You take a, a job and you're like, oh boy. You know, you take a job because you needed a job, and you look around and you're like, Yeet, is, this, is this a step up or is this the end? Right? There's, there, everybody's had those moments. But if you, you don't have those moments, if you choose a different place and you, you get into it, you know, moving can do a lot of things. Moving can be, it's, it's like all, when you move your, your kids, people, it's really hard with your kids. Or it can bring you closer as a family, bring you closer to your kids. Because you don't know anybody, so you kind of got to do everything sort of together. Or you can let it beat you up and think about the place you used to be and how much better it was and get on the gram and watch everybody be together. It's no different that way. But you're right, John. Usually most motivated people, when they leave a place, and Aaron, whatever the reality of it, like they would have loved to have him, but Aaron created a narrative in his brain that they were ready to move on from him. And so he used that to motivate himself. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today if you guys haven't downloaded the podcast, what are, you, what are you waiting for? It's really good. It's called In the Bonus. Uh, it is live at the end of this hour. So in 36 minutes, it'll be live. 
Um, and we do something called You're Annoying, and I got an IG follower who's an avid listener who's kind of annoying, and I'll show you why in a second, or tell you why in a second. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also get rewarded? Now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check it out, eligibility, and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, Discover Bank, member FDIC. Um, there's a gentleman, and I think it's a gentleman, again, uh, his name is Rick Solo, who doesn't like Justin Herbert. He says he's a, what is it, uh, empty stat, he calls me empty stat boy Herbert apologist. Now it's the offensive line. I don't know, Rick, maybe you should have watched the football game. Uh, regardless of which, he tells me that because of my Phillies ranking, which my, my top three Phillies were Mike, all-time were Mike Schmidt, Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams isn't because he's like an all-time great, but because uh, he was their closer in the World Series who, he blew the World Series, right? But um, he's synonymous with with the Phillies. Um, And Joe Carter, of course, hit the walk-off against him. And then the other one, I was like, yeah, Chase Utley is one option. Okay, but instead of going with Chase Utley, you know, I went with a guy who, I don't know, when I think of the Phillies, it's kind of who I think of, right? And um, he was actually an an NL MVP. So I went with I went with Jimmy Rollins. So this so Rick says um, you know nothing about baseball history. Number one, Schmidt. Number two, Steve Carlton. Number three, Robert Roberts, Roy Halladay, or Richie Ashburn Tide. Roy Halladay played three years for the Phillies. Yes, he won a Cy Young. He's a Blue Jay. He's a Blue Jay. Uh, I know who Robert Roberts is I, I, before my time. I know who Steve Carlton is. I chose to go with Mitch Williams because Joe Carter's walk-off is one of the 10, 15 baseball moments of my lifetime. It's my list. Put him on the list of potential annoyings for today or tomorrow. Okay, Jay Stu, is that okay? Do that? Sounds good. It's usually people who annoy Jay Stu, but occasionally I get annoyed as well. So, Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's welcome in Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, host of Inside the Birds podcast. Uh, let's start, because you cover the Eagles, you know that thing so well. We've been talking all year about the fact that the offense hasn't looked the same with some new pieces, new play caller, um, and Jalen Hurts kind of, you know, another year and some regression towards the mean. What went wrong this past weekend? Yeah, Doug, he's not looked comfortable lately. Let's call it like it is. He's not looked nearly as good as last year when he was run up for the MVP. In fact, had he not gotten hurt, he probably would have been the MVP last season. So he just does not look the same. Whether it's the, the five changes in offense, plus the you got a new offense coordinator, Brian Johnson, who he's known since he was a kid. It's just not working. I, I, it, I, when I say that, it's, it's like 60 to 70% like last year in terms of success. But where they're really bad, 
Doug, was where they were great last year in the red zone area. I, they were a little better this past game, but remember their first touchdown was a 19-play drive, and he barely got in. You know, they, they had to, it had to go to replay. We go to replay because regardless if it's a touchdown or not, if it's that close, but it. it they just didn't look right offensively against the Jets. In fact, they didn't look good against the Rams. He's bailing pocket them total a little bit uh, prematurely, occasionally. That, that that's not good. Just overall, he's not looked as good. No, they're they're still five and one, but they're really banged up when they play when they host Miami Sunday night. They might be with, without five or six key players for that game. We're, we're, it's a little early in the week to know, but uh, they, they've got a lot of key players injured on both sides of the football. And, and if you're paying attention, right, like they have commanders who always give them fits, nearly beat them the first time. Then they got the Cowboys at home who, you know, the Cowboys beat them at their place in Dallas last year, lost but had Cooper Rush as their quarterback before they get the bye. And then after the bye, they got to get healthy because out of the bye, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys, at Seahawks. Like, whoa. I know. That's the hardest schedule. Yeah, we call that the gauntlet. That's the hardest schedule. In the middle, it's very strange, but that's what you get when you're a a team that was in the Super Bowl. You get a much harder schedule where their schedule, really, you don't want to call it easy. No, it's scheduled easy. It's been easy. But but it's it's not as challenging last season, to say the least. this year, this year today, right? This year today, we're, we're just honest, you know. You you play the Jets, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Patriots stink. Vikings stink. Buccaneers, they're not as good as their record. Commanders, not great. Rams, better than we expected, but there's a, there's a talent gap between the two. So, they haven't had the toughest schedule yet. It, it definitely, definitely cranks up. Um, Cowboys celebrated last night's win like they clinched the division. Why was it such a big game for them? I, I'm so, Doug, I could barely hear you said the Cowboys. Why was this a big game for them? I think that's what you said, right? That's, yes, I said that's what I said. Yes, why was that? Why was the Cowboys game so big to them? You know, first of all, they, they had lost their last two games on the road. They had not been playing well. This is a game that they had to win. Uh, things were not good. I, I, I didn't get the feeling like around the club things were great. Reason they've kind of underachieved this season when they felt so good. Yes, Trayvon Diggs getting hurt obviously has hurt them a corner. Leighton Vanderesh, their middle linebacker, went on injury reserve with a neck problem, and he's had neck problems in his career. But that's not why that look. Their defense has gotten handled. Tony Powder's not running the ball well. You saw that crazy play last night when Prescott had nowhere to go with the football. He found Powder in the corner of his eye, and that was a nice play. But that was not designed. He was not the design of the play. So overall, they're just not running it well. Mike. McCarthy, uh, he could say what he wants. I know he wanted to play calling back. That's not a not a secret. They have not been dynamic on offense. They're just not. The, they're just not where they should be. And when you look at this football team in that division, uh, Doug, let's not forget that no one has won this division back to back in twenty years, which is ridiculous, but it's true. You saw how the, the Niners embarrassed them last week, and that's part of you on your point. They know they're much better than they should against the Niners, and they barely won this game against the Chargers. Hey, it was on the road uh, in an environment which there were a lot of Cowboys fans of that game. But, look, they won the game. Uh, they aren't a bye this week, but they play the, the, the very competitive Rams when they come back in Dallas. And then they go to Philly in Week 9, so the schedule's going to get a little bit more challenging. Uh, Adam Kaplan, Inside the Birds, is the podcast. Of course, he's our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. We go back last week and you said, nah, no chance on Kirk Cousins. Okay, so Kirk Cousins not going to waive his no trade clause. Is there any is is there another quarterback who could be on the market with some of these teams um, starting to appear to be out of any sort of playoff contention? Actually, let me say one thing about Kirk Cousins. As I understand it, it, 
it, it would have to be a situation where he's got a chance to win a Super Bowl. He, he, he one of the reasons why he put he had the no trade clause in when they renegotiated his contract. It, he he loves living in Minneapolis. In fact, this is really interesting. When well before he signed with Minnesota in 2018, he was doing the Super Bowl where he actually was looking for houses. He kind of knew he was going to go there, which is fascinating considering uh, they're not supposed to talk to him then. But hey, he was looking for houses in Minneapolis, and he he loves it. He loves that area. Remember, he went to Michigan State. It would have to be a situation where he'd have a chance to win the Super Bowl for him to think about, as I understand it. Now, what quarterbacks could be traded that could really help anyone? It's 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 hard. It's, look, Jameis Winston is the backup to Derek Carr. Uh, tra- the Derek Carr, by the way, is a little banged up with a shoulder. He's playing through it. The, the, the Saints aren't shopping him, but they may get calls on him. By the way, the trade deadline is, is two weeks exactly from today. Um, Russell Wilson can't. No one's taking his contract, so you could forget about that. Ryan Tannehill is hurt. You always look at the teams that are not doing well. Um, Andy Dalton's a guy I know talking to the Panthers. They love having him uh, for, to mentor Bryce Young. Uh, but, look, he's a really good – he's one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. He's a guy who could be a spot starter for you. It's the one position in, in – in really, in, in the NFL, teams don't trade – rarely trade at the trade deadline. You just don't do that. And here's the other thing, Doug, I should, I should let your listeners know. One of the many reasons why 11 years ago – General managers came to, they went to the league and the management council and the NFLPA because they had agreed to it. Could we please move the trade deadline back? Because we want to know where we're at. Because it used to be the second or first week in October, now it's the last week. Because think about it, let's say you're two and three, you still might be able to make the playoffs. Now, if you're two and five at the deadline, yeah, you'll probably be a seller. That's why they wanted to have it moved back. Adam Kaplan's our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Am I wrong, but the Rams feel like the surprise team in the league? Shocked. I, I, I am. They, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Doug. I was with them for two days at training camp. Um, someone in the front office said to me, hey, they were embracing going younger. You know, they moved Jalen Ramsey's salary, his contract. They, they were going to get very young in the secondary. They love having Matthew Stafford back from his injury. He looks really good, by the way. They're playing with this makeshift offensive line. They've had a lot of injuries lately. They're really banged up at running back. Their top two guys are hurt. You know, they got rid of Cam Akers. They're on a team that's clearly in transition. But, yeah, right now, now I know that I, don't, I know it doesn't start today, but they would be the seventh seed right now, and they'd make it as a wild card. And quite frankly, if with a healthy Matthew Stafford and, and, and Cooper Cup back and playing out of his mind, and their defense is really overachieved. There's no reason to think they can't keep this up and at least be a competitive team in every week. And really, when you look at it, Doug, the rest of the NFC, all the potential wildcard teams, other than Green Bay, who's underachieved, none of them are very good. So, yeah, they're going to hang in there. I'm shocked. I'm going to get that one wrong, it looks like, but they're hanging in there. Is Rex Ryan taking over the defense of the Broncos? No, no. That's What's happened is he interviewed for the job um, that that went to Vance Joseph. So, no, that, that's it, it certainly wouldn't be in season. That's my understanding that there, there's no thought to doing that. Now, I saw I saw uh, this happen years ago with, um, with Sean Payton and Steve Spagnuolo. He moved on from him very quickly after his season. So, look, they, they've been an absolute disaster. I, I'm, I'm surprised they're not being more competitive. Now, when you talk about the trade deadline, 
as I wrote for Pro Football Network this week, they have some players who are available. I expect them to start moving players. Look, they've moved a couple of Randy Gregory being one and Frank Clark being two they actually released after he was, he was agreeable to change up some of his money. That's a team that's going to be a seller. Now, another team to look at here, they typically don't do this, but watch the Patriots as we get closer to the trade deadline. Uh, they, they're way worse than we expected. And... The Panthers and a couple of their key players, some, some, some guys on defense to keep an eye on. Um, I'm going to play you something. This is Donovan McNabb, former Eagles quarterback, talking about the Eagles catering to A.J. Brown too much. So inconsistent each and every week. And I go back to before the, I can't say argument, argument or maybe the, the uh, complaint from A.J. Brown about not being more involved in the offense and getting the ball. Yeah, yeah. I I go to that because I've seen it before. I've I, I understand it. <laughs> I know as a quarterback, don't want to be involved in it. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing offensive play calls are being more catered to try to feature instead of establishing a tempo and a and a consistency from running the football, play action game, quick game to be able to spread the ball around. Devontae Smith is not getting – I don't care what nobody say. He ain't getting involved in this offense. Uh, A.J. Brown, by the way, responded on Twitter. With all due respect, I repeat, the conversation was not about targets. Two friends bumping heads about something moved on. And if you feel that way, we'll keep it to yourself because the media is going to hold on to everything you say out of all the people you should know better. I, I like – look, listen. Again, he, he may not have had – he may not – what is with so many of these players talking about former players giving their honest appraisal and somehow getting, uh, getting put even more pushback from it? Like, I actually thought McNabb's, McNabb was very balanced. Like, look, I get it. I've been there. I've been through it. Now, A.J. Brown doesn't want to be seen as Terrell Owens, but, like, we get it. We, we, we understand what that – this is like the reality of football. By the way, the, the, the play that uh, Brown and Hertz had words, by the way, they're literally best friends. They, they really are close. They had, a, they had a disagreement over where the ball should have gone. It's not about targets. But A.J. Brown is a guy. Now, there was a, there have been a couple little, just I don't want to call them blow-ups, but just a couple of times, risings, I would call them, since he's been here, where he's complained uh, about a couple things not happening the way he wanted it. A very good teammate. He's not a problem guy. But look, I've covered this business for 25 years. Talking to coaches with all these teams, look, Stefan Diggs is a phenomenal football player. Talking to guys that work with him, he always wants the football. And when he's not getting it, he wants to know why. They're all like that, and they all want the ball, and that's what you want. Now, the only thing there is, and this is good, this is going something we're going to continue to watch with, when it comes to Philly. You've got three amazing pass targets. You mentioned Devontae Smith, and obviously AJ Brown, and Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard amongst the top, highest paid tight ends in the league, and he hasn't gotten the ball enough. And this is a challenge for Brian Johnson, their first year coordinator, who I know the Panthers were probably going to hire as their coordinator had the Eagles not promoted him. So these guys really respect it. He's on a little bit of heat here from the from the fans, but the, I know the Eagles really like. Brian Johnson, their coordinator. Great stuff. Um, Adam, awesome, awesome insight. Really appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Mary Guest on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you. That's Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio Insider, co-host of uh, Inside the Birds and their podcast. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, we're live at the TireRack.com studios. Did you hear Bryce Harper's home run in yesterday's game? You will next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Here's Bryce Harper, the birthday boy, and he swings and lifts it high and deep, and happy birthday, pal! Harper with a monster drive deep into right center. It's 2-0 Phillies. The runner on at first, 3-2 the count. Kimbrell's ready, the kick, the pitch. Swinging a hot shot to third, backhand boom to second. There's one, on to first, game over! Nice. Around the horn, the Phillies take game one as Craig Kimbrell gets the save. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both or more progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. The call on WIP, 994-WIP, Phillies Radio Network. Bryce Harper hits a solo home run, and they end up holding off the Diamondbacks 5-3. to three. In the National League Championship Series, Game 1. Game 2 tonight in Philly. Let's... Get to the press. The press. Dan Beyer, what's new? Doug, she's known as the fan seen around the world, at least the world of the NFL. But the questions did pop up last night. Was she a real fan? Marianne Doe, a Chargers fan, appearing last night on Monday Night Football in many, many shots, uh, cleared up today that she was not planted, that she is a true diehard Chargers fan. In fact, her and her husband uh, were watching the game from one of the cabana suites that they have at SoFi. Uh, That's where they watch. That's where they've got their season tickets. But uh, Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network even felt the need to say, hey, 
For those of you that think that she was just a plant by the NFL, that is not the case. She is a true diehard fan and not an actor. Do you don't happen to know her husband's name? Do you? I don't. Okay, because I have a friend whose last name is Doe, and I'm, if it's Weedo, who's I played high school basketball, with, I would love love to know. Anyway, she was definitely I, unusual, though, right? Like, I think the she reason, wasn't. She captivated everybody because her her facial expressions and her gestures were unusual, a little over the top. I thought something was a little off. Anybody else? She was in the game. Say again? She's a psycho fan. She's into the game. <laughs> I guess. I don't know anybody who reacts that way. But. You know that fan. What are you talking about? You have people who like. How many, we have people who get in fights at football games. You don't know, know anybody who reacts that way. Lots of people that's react true. that way. <laughs> that expressively though. That's why. Yes. I love the theory that it's a paid actor. I'm. I'm all for that. Here's the funny part about it is that I think, and I think that we all think this that we wouldn't put it past the NFL to do this. Now, like, would, uh, maybe I'm putting words in your guys' mouth, but we do think that the NFL is such a machine that at least it was a possibility and that the NFL needed one of their network reporters to come on out and say, hey, guess what? She's not a fake fan. She's not an actor. Yeah, she a is point. a real fan. It, it's a great point. I think, that the, I think what they think is that there's no, there's no L.A. Charger fans. Yes. That's what people think. That's exactly what it's based on. That's what they think. And, and look, last night, there was obviously roars when the Cowboys made plays. What's interesting, though, is when they panned the crowd during some of those plays, it wasn't nearly as many, it wasn't nearly as many Cowboy jerseys as one would think. Like, the Chargers are fairly popular. They're much more popular than they had been. They're not in anywhere near the popularity of the, of the, the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Niners. Uh, but they are getting more popular. But I, I think that's the, the working theory is there's no Charger fans. And that's not a reality. It's not a reality. Speaking of fans, Doug, Clemson is 4-2 and two on the season. They're 2-2 two and two in ACC play. Dabo Sweeney talking today saying, quote, We're at a point in our time, if you don't go undefeated, you're losers. You're terrible. Maybe we need to lose a few games and lighten up the bandwagon. Sometimes the bandwagon can get a little too full. That excerpt pulled by On3 Sports, but a part of Sweeney's press conference today. Yeah, I mean, look, Dabo, there's a lot of ways you can take it. I don't know if you want to lose games to loosen up the bandwagon. But, I mean, in fairness, they lost to Florida State, kind of had the game won, screwed that thing up with a bad interception. And the Duke game is one of the more bizarre games ever, right? Where they missed a couple field goals. They had fumbles in the red zone, interception, like everything that could go wrong sure. uh, went, went wrong. So they're not as bad as the record, but they're not as dominant as they used to be. Uh, and I do need to clarify, he said it last night on his uh, call-in show is when uh, where Sweeney made the comments. However, yeah, That's what I thought, yeah. As, as, a, as a Seahawks <laughs> fan, yeah. I really wanted to see – what was going to be the response when Russell Wilson left? Because I felt that there were a lot of fans that were Johnny-come-latelys to the Seahawks because of their uniforms, because of Russell Wilson, because they were the cool team. Now that that era was over, I was wondering if some would fall off. Because be, being a longtime fan, I don't think as much, but honestly, like they're not as much in the public eye 
as they were when Russell Wilson was there. I, I think it was before Russell Wilson, though. I think I, I do think the Legion of Boom became a thing. But he was he was there, like he was. It was his rookie season where they made the playoffs. No, I, I, I know. Yeah, no, I, I know. But but it was it was both. Like he he benefited from it, but the Legion of Boom was kind of was a cool thing, and Seattle was kind of like an us against the world sort of mentality, right? Nobody nobody pays attention to us because we're so far out there, but. Yeah, no, it's it's like the, the the bandwagon thing is interesting to see how many people get off when a when a player leaves. Uh, Julio Jones signed a one year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles. I, who who knew? How many of you guys knew Julio Jones was available? I did not. <laughs> I thought he was retired. Uh, what, I, and, I did too. And uh, Schefter says McCaffrey, Debo, and Trent Williams all have a chance to play Monday against the Vikings, whether they will or not yet to be determined. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. <laughs> Uh, Ramos and Jay Stu, who wins tonight? Phillies, Diamondbacks. Phillies. Uh, I'll give the D-backs a game. Okay. What about you, Byer? Let's go with the Snakes tonight. I'm going to go with the Phillies. Go with the Phillies. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. In the bonus podcast is live. Top of the hour. Doug Gottlieb Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.